Welcome to this week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, brought to you by Ranger Boats. Still building legends one at a time. Now here's your host, Chris Brown. Welcome, folks, to this week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, brought to you by our friend at Sportsman's Warehouse, your fishing and outdoor store. I'm Chris Brown, along with the director of social media, Mr. David Jong, and the Angler's Channel Insider, Mr. Kenneth Grover. David, you sat in the heat all weekend. I know you did, and you kind of watched us because you were picking on me and my oatmeal cream pies and picking on everybody else being cold and everything but kenneth have you thawed out yet i mean are you still you know i, I i'm good I, I i was only cold in in at certain moments um you know as a fisherman you get to some point where you just you have to have the right clothes you do to, to deal with that and i was for the most part i was okay uh, fortunately i wasn't fishing so i could keep my hands covered that's really my biggest issue yeah. keep my hands warm and i can't do that when i'm fishing so at least i kept gloves on well the, the thing for me is if i'm fishing i'm generally pretty active right so i don't get as cold because my mind's somewhere else standing there watching somebody fishing it kind of drives me a little bit bonkers and when it's that cold you just can't you just you just can't shake it and so dummy here in all the chaos that morning i got in the truck to, to run an errand real fast and I pulled off my beanie and I threw it in the pasture seat. And then I guess when I dropped the borrowed camera boat in the water and it floated away, I'm like, well, shit. And I got out and I ran real fast, try to catch it and just forgot my beanie and everything else. And so I just, I froze from the get go. And then the Brunswick stew I had for lunch, which wasn't Brunswick stew, Y'all remind me to never get that again when I go back to that place. But anyway, it was, uh, it is what you know, it is. So. Speaking of which, we didn't order the cheeseburger, but based on the table that was behind us, I'm ordering the cheeseburger the next time we go there. Well, how were your chicken tenders? Because they look pretty good. They were, they were good. But okay. That that big old thick cheeseburger that guy was eating, I don't, you know, I missed out on that one. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't even see it, but I'll, I'll be on that uh, for sure next time. It is. Thursday, January the fourteenth, and we are excited to have you here for this crazy, stupid show. Big shout out to my little brother, Mr. Chad Brown. His birthday is today. I can't tell you how old he is. He's 40-something, but uh, happy birthday, bud. He won't hear this unless I send it to him because I don't even think he can spell English Channel. I really don't, but um, he's you know he's a much bigger deal than than uh, than I am. Georgia Lou getting comfy back there on the couch. She's, she's tired. She went to big girl training today, so she's been uh, working hard, so... Uh, exciting show for you guys tonight. I had reached out to Aaron Martins. We really wanted to get Aaron on the show this week as well, um, along with our, our guest that's coming up. But uh, he sent me a text and said, you know, he's doing treatments, and they really take a lot out of him right now. So um, I think once he gets through treatments and, and gets to feeling a little bit better, we'll have Aaron on the show just to kind of get a status update, see how he's feeling and see what's going on. But we are excited to welcome in our buddy Joel Willard to the show tonight, Minnesota pro, um, who's actually ice fishing. Uh, as we talked to him here in a little bit, he's going ice fishing tonight. He sent me a text and said, I'm going ice fishing, but I got cell reception. I said, dude, I'll call. So um, we're going to have him on the show. Like David said, hope he doesn't drop his phone through the ice. 
Um, but um, do y'all still have those little scoops? Did you have to scoop the the slush out of the hole? Is that what that, that is that what, what's that scoop called? A scoop? A spoon? It's just a scoop. scoop. That's what I call it. I hate the scoop. I didn't know if there's like a, a crazy name at all, but um, that's the so gumbo spoon. The gumbo spoon. I, you know what? That might be pretty good. So, <laughs> um, but uh, we're gonna talk to him tonight. He's fishing NPFL and the Opens in 2021, so we will get a little more info on that. Um, the guys behind the guys can see can see behind me my zoom on the zoom call. I'm getting some of my hummingbird Minnesota stuff in in into stock. I'm getting ready to wrap up, you know, getting ready to get the the Ranger boats all rigged up once it gets out of uh, being built. So uh, stuff is slowly but surely coming in. So excited about that. I gave the guys their Christmas present this past week. David, don't say anything, Kenneth, because David, yours is on the way. I promise. <laughs> It's not all there, but it's you know what I do have. It's it's on the way, so we'll uh, we'll get that squared away for you. Uh, coming up, I hope you didn't use U.S. Postal Service. I did not. That is a negative ghostwriter. Then, then he'll get it. <laughs> he'll get it. Yeah, I, I did not. Which it's kind of funny because I ordered something yesterday. Yeah, yesterday, thanks to my buddy Carl Jakobson, um, which is uh, actually writing a blog for the EnglishChannel.com website now. That'll be up later on this week. But uh, thanks to Carl, uh, I called him, um, I placed an order to Skosh. I needed a charger for my phone and my AirPods and my iPad. And they got this cool little bass links thing going. I got to show it to you, Kenneth, over the weekend. And uh, I ordered it yesterday, and the thing came in today. Like, they hadn't even charged my card yet, and it already came in. So that's pretty cool. So that's, you know, maybe the USPS is getting back to – normal as long as my humming long as long as rangers not or the you know they're not delivering my ranger we're okay and my hummingbird stuff shows up we're we're, we're okay but if it comes you're right i, don't, I can't trust you usps um we'll jump into some some hot topics here real quick brought to you by rely on lithium batteries uh check them out online at rely speaking of which mr grover we have got to find a time to uh, to do some filming to get yours installed and your charger from Dual Pro in your boat. So you just we, say we the need, word. So we need to do that soon because it's it's time for me to hit the lake. I, you know what? I'm waiting on you. They're sitting in my garage every morning. My wife walks by them and goes, "What the hell is this?" And I said, "They're Kenneth. Call him." But they're mine too. So they're I got I got some sitting there too. It's okay. So, but uh, so we'll we'll look at a few hot topics here real quick. Um, we lost Mark Pack. I, I'm, I am I am saddened by this. I did not know Mark very well. I've met Mark a few times when I was at Fork, um, but always following him around. Obviously, he's been a big guy on Fork for years. Um, Impact Lures and all the different things that he's done on Fork. And 59 years old and succumbed to COVID-19. And, you know, it's like cancer. It's that damn C word, right? And I'm I'm so tired of, of of COVID. I'm so tired of of you know losing good people to this stupid stupid virus. And uh, I'm just I, I'm worried. I really am. It's it's scary, and I hate it for Mark and his family. Um, and uh, I just I know he's in a better place, but golly, dude, it's just it leaves such a big hole here uh, in in the bass world. You know, especially in Texas for everybody. So, uh, big prayers sent out to. Um, to Mark's family and uh, friends and whatnot, Skeeter Fowler, a good friend of mine. I know he and Mark were good buddies and spoke just about every day. So 
um, just really, really had it. He's raised a bunch of money for the family and everything. So please keep those guys in your prayers. Um, it is definitely needed. And uh, it's just it's just a bad, bad deal. So I just absolutely hate it uh, for them. So um, other big news, uh, real quick, while we're looking at it, uh, Bass is moving the Bassmasters Classic to June. Kenneth, back to an old summertime derby. Thoughts? Well, you know, to me, that's kind of what I grew up with. To me, the Classic should be in the summertime. I agree. <clears throat> Hey, June, June, actually June's, well, yeah, June's late enough. I mean, you know, it used to be a big deal, summertime, kids were out of school. It was a family vacation. You know, it it was, that. that's kind of, that's kind of what it was. Right. And then they went to the springtime deal and kind of changed. Now, they still have a lot of people there, but it's just different. You know, you're right, it is. When I started going to them back in the late 90s, early 2000s, um, I mean, it was, it was late August and it was hot as hell. And I mean, I have met so many people that planned their vacations around the classic and they showed up in new Orleans in Birmingham and South Carolina and Louisiana for this deal. Yeah. And, and I hear some people complain about it being hot, but you know, the Super Bowl of bass fishing should not be an easy tournament. No, that's no. what made that. I mean, it, it was another element in the tournament. You know, these guys had to, had to prepare for it. wasn't It wasn't always just about catching fish. You had to manage yourself, stay hydrated. I mean, it's it's a marathon. You know, getting through everything you do, all all the the press stuff. I mean, everything oh, yeah. leading up to the classic, during the classic. I mean, it, it's the the guys that won that tournament truly earned it. I remember one of the first classics to me. I'm, it may have been before me, but to me was, you know, one of the ones down in Louisiana and they actually did some live TV around it in the mornings and, and some things like that. And it was, it was hot. It was nasty. And, you know, Davy Height and those guys drinking gallons of water on the dock, trying to get hydrated. And then, you know, and then running down the river and one of the guys hit something and got his hand caught in the steering wheel and broke his wrist. And I mean, all the little things that went into just the, the classic as it was. And now it's all about staying warm and not freezing and all that stuff. But, you know, I guess that, well, I'm not going to say what I want to say. They, they could make some moves to certain bodies of water that, you know, had them, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know. It could be certain times of the year, certain places, or, or just make a move to a new lake, you know, that, that time of year that, you know, that could, you know, catch giants. I don't know, but like some others, but I'm not. Truth truth be known, it doesn't matter when or where the classic's going to be held. It's going to be a big deal. You're right. Absolutely. Because it is the damn Bassmaster Classic. It is right. It is the, the coup de gras, as they say. So it's, it's definitely going to be. Definitely going to be a big deal. Uh, Elite Series also, same with some bass news here, Elite Series also dropped their roster for 2021. Um, any uh, any surprises there that we that we saw? Any Anything stand out to you? Maybe in the C range, maybe just a little bit? Absolutely no surprises. It was purely the way they said it would be. Really? No surprises at all? Like around no surprise to me. Around like, you know, the Drew Cook, kinda of in between Drew Cook, John Cruz, no surprise there. With 
you know, some guy out of DeBerry, Florida, that's going to fish all three tours. No surprise. Don't care. Just David. David's like, speak, son. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. It, it's exactly the way they said it was going to be. And, uh, I mean, it's a damn good field. 101 boats in this one. And uh, my favorite quote of all time, I think, so far this year is uh, from Jay Kumar's Bass Blaster, where he said, you know, the roster came out and Zaldane's last, and he's mad about it. Well, it's, your name ends with a Z. It's going to happen. So, David, anything stick out to you? Um, I think, well, I mentioned it in our text, but I think like everyone else that was assuming that this is going to happen was uh, a certain loud guy from New Jersey wasn't on the list. But um, we weren't surprised, I guess, and like, like Kenneth mentioned, um, no special exemptions were given, but um, I think everyone that was waiting to see if uh, Mr. A certain Mike Iconelli was going to be on there, but no, nope, that was the only thing that I was really double checking to see if, if that was going to happen or not. Well, te- te- technically, no exemptions were taken. That doesn't mean none were none were offered. We don't know if any were offered. I mean, you know, we, we heard in an interview with Lamartin Martin that he claims he got a phone call asking him to join, yeah. which would have been an exemption if that was true. So, you know, I, I know a lot of people assume Mike I. Canelli was going to get an offer. We don't really know. Right. Could have. And he may have, he may have turned it down. He may have. He or he may, may have just not given him an answer yet. But enough for them to put him put his name on the list. But raise your hand if you immediately went to the H's and started looking down for the eyes when this roster came out. I know I did. David did. I know. I know. And Kenneth, Kenneth, he's holding his one hand down with the other, but we all know he looked. So everybody went that direction when uh, when this list came out. But uh, I, I knew by the time I looked at it that one of y'all would have already said something about it. Well. My the the best line this week or even last week was all this comes out you know all these press releases come out and I'm sitting here you know at my desk and I'm putting them up and I keep getting these texts from David going dude I'm so sorry I missed that one dude I'm sorry I was late on that one I'm like dude that ain't your deal I got it it's cool it's like I know and I'm trying to help and I'm like you're good it's cool we're there he's just not used to you getting to it no he's not he's not he's used to me lollygagging you know and doing something else and then all of a sudden he's like oh it's not up yet and i'll do it you know or me going to, me going to put it up there and all of a sudden it's there you know or me or, or me burning him so he uh yeah he's been pretty quick with that so um i don't know i'm excited excited we're less than three weeks or from the from getting the pro circuit kicked off and not too far along from getting the the elite series kicked off so uh excited about that that's going to be I mean, fishing's coming. Um, uh, it's it's that time, you know. Football's, you know, college football's done. Roll Tide, and then um, we got NFL. Let's go Browns, and then um, we'll, uh, you know, we get past football, and then it's time to go fishing. My wife always gets sad when she's like, oh, "Super Bowl's over with." She's like, "Well, there goes, you know, there goes the spring. No more football." And I'm like, "Baby, we got fishing. By God, there's fishing happening." So, and it's gonna the, be a full season. My God, is it ever. I started looking at my calendar day, and, dude, it's stacked up like cordwood. So it is um, it is definitely full, but that's uh, that's good. That's a good problem to have. One more thing I found, I found interesting this week, and unless you guys got more to add to it, but um, the Florida Share Lunker Program, right? In, uh, two, in 2020, they had 22, quote-unquote, Hall of Fame bass put into this share program over 13 pounds 22 over 13 
that's like three Davids, you know? I mean, that's 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 impressive. Did it by any chance say how many they had the previous year? I, I didn't see it. No, I I, I didn't. I, I didn't. If it did, I did not read that far. But I was just surprised at twenty two for thirteen. And the the best part was the pitcher that they used was some lady holding a thirteen pounder out of a kayak. The fish could have swallowed the kayak. I mean, it was just like its head was that big around. You so. I'm I'm wondering if the extra anglers on the water this this past year you know attributed to that to that number oh i'm sure it that's did why, that's why i asked about the previous year there there's a lot more people fishing you know in 2020 than there was in in 2019 so well let's just do a little uh, a little google search here real quick while we're uh while we're in the middle of this conversation so uh let's see trophy catch florida i think that's it uh let's see or maybe that's not it. Let's see. That's that's no. That's actually a tournament. Duh. What am I thinking? That's something completely different. I'll have to, I'll have to do some. Uh, I'll do some curious. research on that. Yeah, I'll do some research on that and see what we can uh, we can find out. But I know they had they had a big big year uh, over there. Florida Trophy Catch rules. Uh, let me let me do a little more research on it. I'll get back to you next week on that one, Kenneth. I'll I'll, sure. I'll, I'll I'll come back on that one. So that's a lot of happy people in Florida, though. Can be catching a thirteen pounder is a big deal. It's a huge deal. It's a huge deal. So yeah, big deal for them, um, uh, folks. If you got things you you want to share on the show, uh, you can check us out via the X Zone Hotline two five six five three five three two one seven. No matter if you're a tournament fisherman, a weekend warrior, or an occasional angler. Find out why Elite Series angler Brandon Polinick and now Carl Jakobson trusts Exxon to catch them every day. Find out more exxonelures.com. I did get a, um, a text in via the Exxon hotline last week after we're talking about the MLF Big Five name change, or the FLW name change to MLF Big Five. And uh, one gentleman, let's see who it was. Uh, I don't have a name. Um... He says it sounds like the pick four at Wendy's. So you're off to Wendy's. Let me get a large Coke, a large fry. Let me get one of them MLF Big Fives there, would you? Hold the cheese and add the mayo. How about them apples? No? Extra pickles? Extra pickles. I hate pickles. No, forget the pickles. It sounds like something that Robbie Floyd would use on what you got for snacks. Well, I went up to the Big Five and I found me some pickles and some gas station sushi. No, Kenneth's just—he's out. He's out. He's like, forget this deal. So check us out. X Zone Hotline two five six five three five three two one seven. Take a quick little break. We come back and we'll welcome in our buddy Joel Willard. Let's talk about his twenty twenty one plans and uh, find out how the ice fishing is going right here on the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Turn up the heat with America's most innovative total performance fishing machines. With more best-in-class features, the Ranger Z Comanche Series has taken all-out performance to even higher levels. Dare to dream and join a whole new level of leadership, the Ranger Z Comanche Series. Still building legends, one at a time. At Mercury, there are no limits to the lengths we'll go. Make sure you have no limits either. Unlimited adrenaline. Unlimited fun. Unlimited weekend. 
except maybe having to go home eventually. Introducing the all-new V8 Mercury Pro Access. Light, quick, efficient. Mercury, go boldly. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast brought to you by Pro Charging Systems. Future of Marine Charging Systems is here. Find out more at dualpro.com. Excited to welcome in a multi-talented guy. I understand he's ice fishing right now on the lake as we talk, Mr. Joel Willard. Brother, how cold is it right now where you are? You know, it's actually not too bad. It was, uh, I think, in the upper 30s here uh, up in Minnesota. So it's actually, you know, it's actually really warm for up here this time of year, uh, which is kind of why I decided to come out. My buddy decided, or, you know, he asked me to come out ice fishing. I don't ice fish very much, but uh, if it's nice and warm out, we actually got a shack out here with a nice warm heater. So we're hanging out and we got some, some tip ups in and just waiting for the fish to bite. So I've, I've, I've seen these quote unquote shacks, right? Is this like a shack shack, or is this like one of them, you know, RVs with heat and TV and a kitchen, and you just got holes in the floor? What are you What are you in? No, we're not that fancy. No, we got a, just a little portable ice shack. Uh, you know, breaks down into basically a little sled, and we can tow all our stuff out here on the lake. We walk out on the lake and tow it all out here, and when we're ready to go at the end of the night, we can pack it all in and throw in the back of the truck. So. Yeah, you can uh, you can definitely get fancy with all those ice castles, and <laughs> you got the bunk beds and the showers and all that good stuff. But I'm not I'm not that hardcore into ice fishing. I, I got you. I got you, David. How thick is the ice right now where you're at? Uh what do we got? We got about ten inches, eight to ten inches oh, wow. here. Uh, well, wow, okay. Yeah, we're just all just small. It's actually like a 300 acre um, little small metro lake uh, in the cities here, but you know it's it kind of depends on the, on the lakes up here. I know, you know, obviously you get on a big, big body of water, like Mille Lacs or something like that, you know, the wind pushing the, uh, the water around it, you know, you get soft spots in the ice, but where we're at here is pretty protected. We got like 10 inches. So we got, we got plenty of ice. So not to, not to derail this conversation away from, you know, what we're going to talk about, but I mean, what's the thinnest ice you've ice fished on? Well, I, uh, I've I've been out on probably three or four inches, but you know I uh, I always got my striker suit on and and they're uh, you know they float. So if you do go through the ice, they actually they get they make ice suits. Striker makes ice suits that float. Um, you know, obviously you don't want to go out there when it's unsafe. But if you were to go through or you were to hit a spring or something like that, you know you always have the protective equipment to to keep you afloat. I got you. I got you. Get it. So, so Joel, I, I'm not worried about how thick the ice is. I'm worried about what are you catching? Well, we've actually not caught anything. We just <laughs> we dropped the camera down, got a bunch of fish around. We actually seen a bunch of largemouth out here, and we're actually going for some walleye tonight. But we got out here about two hours ago. We got some some two upset in, and we uh, haven't caught anything yet. Hopefully, it picks up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's pretty cool well let's get to uh to the meat of this conversation looking through some some rosters and looking at some stuff saw a post you made on facebook today um about fishing the npfl and the bass opens uh this year and last year fished the opens trying to get the elites and uh year before that you were on the uh the at the time the fw pro circuit so one, I guess, why the move to NPFL and the Opens, 
And why are you? Why have you moved away from the major league fishing side of things? So yeah, like you said, I mean, a couple of years ago, I did fish. Well, it was the FL um, FLW tour at the time. Um, the biggest thing was, is you know, I was I was paying when I was fishing the tour. I was paying everything out of my own pocket. Right. Um, you know, I didn't have any help, and you know, with the thirty five thousand dollars entry fees, you know, I had a pretty good year. I made the uh, made the FLW Cup, and you know, had a had a pretty good year. But you know, I just I couldn't sustain. Um, you know, paying the entry fees and the travel and lodging and all that kind of stuff, you know, it just, it got to be too much. And, uh, you know, fishing the opens uh, was considerably less, um, you know, as far as the entry fees go. And so I decided to make the jump over, um, and figured, you know, if I, if I, in the future, if I wanted to fish, you know, um, was, was a big five now, um, you know, I could always fish the, uh, the Toyota series and try to requalify, but, you know, I just, I wanted to keep fishing. I wanted to keep fishing at a national level. And that was kind of just the best move at the time, uh, to go and fish the opens. And obviously I was trying to, trying to make the elite series this year. So. Sure. Sure. So why the NPFL? Why, why join the ranks of that deal? You, cause you were pretty early in, in signing up for that one, weren't you? Yeah, we were, you know, it's, uh, really the, uh, the bottom line is just opportunity. You know, we're going to be, we're going to be on the road. Um, once I leave here in the beginning of February, I'm pretty much going to be on the road until the end of October, um, fishing the opens. And, you know, we just saw a lot of opportunity in it. Um, just get to fish a bunch more, you know, there's opportunity to, uh, possibly make some more money. And the good thing is, is, you know, none of the, uh, the schedules don't, don't overlap. So, you know, we're able to, able to fish all nine opens and all, uh, six, um, MPFL events and hopefully the MPFL championship. Sure. Sure. So looking at um, some of these lakes, I mean, obviously you, you've fished the opens in the past, but looking at some of these lakes, I mean, what what really stands out as some some kind of bright spots for you on some of these schedules? Well, you know, I uh, with the opens this year, um, get a flag over there. With the opens this year, um, you know, going up north, we didn't we didn't get to go to really a smallmouth fishery last year. We did get to go to Cherokee, which was obviously real tough conditions, but. Um, you know, those Northern events, I, I really enjoy fishing the North, like fishing the smallmouth. And, you know, there's a lot of, lot of, uh, lakes on the schedule this year that I've never been to. And, you know, I'm just excited. I like fishing new bodies of water. Um, the format with the MPFL, you know, three days of practice, they got the off limits, um, no information rule, all that, you know, I just, that's, it's kind of my comfort zone. When I fished the, when I fished the FLW tour, we had three days of practice an off day and then the tournament. And, you know, I just, I never really going into a big tournament. I never really fished like that because when I was fishing the opens, you know, you can get unlimited practice. So I'd always go out five or six days before and really take a look at it. But it just, I really like that format. I, I think it fit me well. Um, you know, didn't clog my head with a lot of stuff that, you know, that I, that happens in the opens when I, you know, I spread myself out so far. So I just, you know, I, I saw a good opportunity in it and, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully everything works out good this year. Gotcha. Okay. Kenneth? So, um, how are you guys uh, going to fit this into your, your YouTube schedule? Um, I mean, I, I've kind of been a fan. I've picked it up, probably picked it up a little bit late, but I've, I've gone back and watched some of the episodes. So, kind of following your year, are you guys going to continue that uh, this year as well? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, we're going to have uh, our Black and Blue series from the Bassmaster Opens. Uh, we're going to have season two coming up. We've got a bunch of 
bunch of fun stuff in the works. And then uh, we're definitely going to have a series for the MPFL. Uh, we're still kind of working on that. Uh, we actually do, uh, myself and Greg Mansfield, good buddy of mine, travel partner, um, we actually hired a, uh, a camera girl, um, Abby Keeney. She, uh, she's going to be traveling with us and she's going to be doing all the filming um, as long as editing. And then we're also going to have Sam Sobey um, traveling a little bit. He, he traveled uh, with the Eastern um, Opens last year as a co-angler and he's going to, I think he's going to do one or two divisions this year and travel and help film and, and edit and all that kind of stuff. So we got a bunch of, got a bunch of stuff in the works and uh, still kind of trying to get everything planned out for the year, but you know, we're looking forward to it. And it uh, should be a good year. I, I love the name, the sickness outdoors. That's dude. That's pretty killer. Yeah. I appreciate it. You know, it's funny. We, uh, we came up with that. Uh, late last year and you know of course this whole pandemic came down and we've got a, you know a lot of questions of why the sickness does that have anything to do with that you know what it really doesn't but <laughs> you know it's just uh, kind of way it worked out but um yeah i mean it's uh it was something greg and i both came up with and uh it's kind of it's kind of fitted us so. sure sure so all three divisions of the opens so nine events compared to the the eight that were uh that were around last year um i mean obviously trying to win one of those to get to the classic but i assume trying to qualify for the elites as well that's obviously your next step isn't it yeah definitely you know that's uh that was our our main goal this year is to qualify for the elites and you know i felt just a little bit short i mean it was you know, obviously fishing all of them. Um, you know, there wasn't that many people fishing all of them this year. I think there were 30 or 40 guys that fished all of them. So it, the opportunity was there, but, you know, stumbled, stumbled a little bit on a few events, but we, uh, I think it finished ninth in the AOI points and we had to be on the top four. So we're going to learn from some of the mistakes that we had last year and hit it hard this year. And man, I hope, uh, hope we can make it a possibility so you spent a year on the, the flw tour and then that was kind of right after the the split and everything kind of went haywire with guys and then fishing the opens last year in 2020 i mean you gotta you gotta look at that as a win finishing ninth because the competition in that in that open field was pretty stacked it was man it's uh gosh those guys are good out there and, you know, you just can't make mistakes on the water. And, you know, I'm still learning. I, I'm pretty green to the sport, to be honest. You know, I haven't fished a ton, you know, on the national level. Um, you know, I fished a couple of years as a co-angler and, and qualified to get to the front of the boat on the tour and just kind of went out and did it. You know, I had, the opportunity was there for me. And I just said, you know what, if I'm going to come and do this, I'm going to go ahead and, and do it while I can. So, you know, I'm, I got a lot of stuff to learn. I got a lot of bodies of water to see. And, you know, every single time I'm on the water, I'm still learning, but, you know, overall, I'm happy with how the year went. Um, you know, looking back, I've, uh, you know, I've, I've reflected on a lot of stuff that I sh- could have done or should have done. But, you know, just over time, hopefully we'll fix uh, some of those mistakes and we'll get it to the next level. Well, I know I know you're ready to get to uh, to the Harris chain first of March and get off that, uh, get off that ice and that cold weather, aren't you? I <laughs> definitely am, man. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm itching to get down there. We're going to actually head down a little bit early. Um, first open is on the Harris chain, like you said. And we're actually going to go down, you know, a little bit early. We might go down to Okeechobee or, you know, somewhere down there just to get in the in the warm sun. And we'll probably do some filming and, and uh, you know, just, just enjoy the uh, enjoy the weather and soak up the sun. And, uh, you know, just make sure everything is 100% dialed before we start the first open. 
Sure, sure. David? Now, Joel, are you a... Uh, I'm not sure if, you, if you've always been a game fish guy, but as far as game fish is concerned, are you more of a walleye guy before, or are you always a bass guy? No, I've always been a bass guy. You know, okay. I, uh, yeah, I, I've always fished for bass. I mean, I will walleye fish up here, you know, up north. Um, you know, this time of year, obviously, when I'm out ice fishing, it's hard to hard to target, you know, bass through the ice. But you can do it. But, it, you know, walleye fishing is it's kind of fun just to sit here and the camaraderie on the ice with my buddies and um, setting up some tip-ups and just sitting here talking smart is, is always kind of fun. <laughs> Now, um, what was I going to say? The reason I kind of asked that in a way, because within the last, what, maybe five, ten so years, like one of your fellow Minnesotans, uh, Seth Fighter, you know, there's a, lo- a lot of northern guys have been making uh, a splash in the professional bass rinks uh, within the last 10 to 15 years. Um, what do you think has helped you? Because you've done pretty well with the, uh, and even last year, like you said, a ninth overall in the opens. But what do you think? fishing up north in our area here because i'm from wisconsin so about what what is it about, about fishing up north here that has helped you do well in uh unfamiliar territory you know, I, you know it's just there's so many diverse lakes up here um and i'm sure you guys hear that a lot but obviously you can fish you know we've got a lot of natural glacial lakes up here we got clear water uh, a lot of grass up here um we got the mississippi rivers we got the river systems uh, we pretty much have everything that, you know, you're going to encounter throughout the country besides tidal um, fisheries, which I've actually, to be honest, I've never actually fished a tidal fishery. Um, and this year will be when I go to the James River, uh, it'll be the first time. But, um, you know, kind of all these lakes throughout the country, I mean, we can kind of compare them to a lot of the lakes up here in Wisconsin and Minnesota. So it's, you know, I try to, I try to, when I'm back home, just all fun fishing or whatever, you know, I'm always trying to do something different, go to a different body of water. And just kind of, you know, kind of hone my skills on, on a little bit of, you know, every way to catch a fish. Gotcha. Have, have you learned anything ice fishing that you take over into the bass fishing? <laughs> no, not <laughs> be completely honest. I just come out. I, I actually, you know, ice fishing's fine, but I, uh, I have to be talked into it for quite a while to actually come out. I mean, it's, it's a lot of work. You got to pack up a lot of stuff for. You know, a little bit of fun out here, but ah, it's it's a good way to pass the time when I'm home. There you go. There you go. Any uh, go ahead, David. Sorry, I was gonna say since we're, we went back to ice fishing, are you a flasher <laughs> guy or do you use you know? Are you a uh, he's got a camera, dude? Fun? He's got a camera. He's looking at them. <laughs> yeah, you know, I uh, actually got the Humbird Helix Seven uh, that I use on the ice. Okay, got the ice model. Um, my buddy that I'm with right now actually has a camera, so we were able to, uh, to drop it down the hole and look around. And it's kind of funny. We actually, when we got out here today, we started drilling a bunch of holes, dropping that camera down. And we, we drilled about 25 holes, and then all of a sudden we dropped the camera down. And there was bluegills and bass, and we saw some walleyes down there, and that's kind of where we set up. But I don't know if they just swam away from us or what, because it's been, it's been pretty tough on us so far. <laughs> that's uh that's that's pretty awesome any new sponsors or anything lined up for 2021 you know not really um there's a few things in the works but you know i'm pretty much uh still with all the same sponsors i had last year you know working with great companies um you know uh striker swagger tungsten um hummingbird minkota you know um citywide uh citywide uh, maintenance is my uh my title sponsor and they've been just awesome they've been great i'm excited to work with them again and you know i uh 
you know, always trying to, I was trying to keep the doors open and, you know, always looking around, but yeah, you know, I'm real happy with, with everybody that I'm working with right now. And hopefully we can keep those relationships going for a long time. That's awesome. Kenneth. So Joe, I'm assuming with this schedule, this, this is your full-time job now. What, what was your occupation before you started fishing full-time? Yeah, it is my full-time job now. Um, before I, uh, I was actually working for citywide maintenance in Minnesota. Uh, it's a, it's a commercial building maintenance company. Um, you know, we, we work with a lot of commercial buildings and basically we, we hire contractors, do a lot of the work, you know, anything, anything maintenance wise in the buildings. And then we were just kind of managing the process, but that's kind of what I was doing. Um, my travel partner, Greg Mansell, he's actually the president of citywide maintenance cool. in Minnesota. So, you know, he gave me the opportunity to uh, kind of step away and, and go fish. And, uh, you know, it's, it's worked out great and I'm loving, loving every second of it. So pretty much he saw what you were doing and having fun. He's like, well, I'm going to come I'm just going to come with you. Right. Yeah. Well, he actually, I actually met him at a bass open. My first bass open that I ever fished is where I met him. Um, he's actually fished the bass opens for, I think like seven years now. So he's, he's been traveling and, and fishing a bunch and he actually fished the FLW tour. Uh, the year before I did as a boater. Right. And I actually was his co-angler. So he's, he's been around the block. He's, he's fished a bunch and, uh, you know, we're, we're working as a team now and, and everything's, uh, we got everything kind of set up and working, everything's working good. That's awesome. One more question, then I'll, then we'll let you get back to the ice, but, uh, you know, signed up for the NPFLs pretty early. How you fished a lot of stuff over your career, obviously FOW tour and the opens and things like that. How has the reception been and the communication been with the NPFL guys? You know, it's been good. Um, you know, Greg and I, when we decided to do that, we wanted to, uh, you know, when we gave it a thought and said, you know, maybe this is going to work for us in, in 21, uh, we actually talked to the ownership group and we had some meetings and, and talked to them. And, you know, everything was really good. They, uh, they had a great plan. Um, you know, they all, they all had a great head on their shoulders and they, they, understood exactly what it was you know what it took to run a good uh good league so you know from that and then you know telling us that they were gonna you know work you know with the bass open schedule as much as they could so we could fish those and you know everything just kind of lined out everything was perfect and you know we just thought it'd be a be an awesome opportunity uh for what we were trying to do so that's awesome that's awesome well, brother, thanks so much for your time tonight. Uh, good luck on uh, both the NPFL and the Opens Trails. We look forward to uh, to following you along. You know, we met you a couple of years ago when you were a co-angler and then kind of followed your career into the pro ranks. And, um, dude, I have to say, you're still one of our favorites. And we, I, I, I really enjoy looking looking through that list, trying to find your name and seeing how well you do. And it's been fun following you these past couple of years. So looking forward to this year and, uh, and seeing how you do and – um as always good luck so thank you man i really appreciate you guys and uh look forward to being on again sometime soon absolutely absolutely take care bud don't fall through the ice catch one for us all right you got it we'll be safe see you buddy thank you guys there he is joel willard the ice fishing machine david you're itching you just want to go ice fishing don't you Look at him. You see him. You see him, Kenneth. He's he, he's 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 got that little little itch right there. He's ready to go. <laughs> I'm I'm not one to. I've always told people this. I'm not the first one on, and I'm not gonna be the last one on the ice. Um, we'll see. I might get one or two trips in, but the, yeah, like you said, you know, um, too much work for. Her. And I, 
kind of like how you guys are this past week. I don't like to be cold, like super cold and freezing. So one or two trips is good. Oh, we weren't cold. We weren't cold Saturday at all. We were effing freezing is what we were. That's 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 a whole different level than uh than 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 being cold. I think Kenneth, we need to do an Angler's Channel team building exercise up north somewhere, but with somebody that's got one of them ice castle things with yeah. heat and I can already, sit in my flip flops in there. Up. We just we just go we jump in that bad boy we catch fish and we leave. The holes are there, the lines are yeah. in. You know when the when the when the tip up goes off, and we just pick them up. You know just like going offshore, right? So I think we need to uh, we need to do that. So take a quick little break. When we come back, uh, we'll jump into some bass wrap up brought to you by um, Ranger Boats, and then uh, we'll knock out some news and notes and some coast account down to blast off and. Lord knows what else we'll get into on this crazy show. Y'all hang tight. Right back more. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Sportsman's Warehouse is your one-stop, convenient place to shop. Whether you're into camping, hunting, or fishing, our expert associates can help you find the gear you need. We carry a huge assortment of quality equipment from the best manufacturers in the country and around the world. We have guns, ammo, rods, and lures, not to mention every kind of outdoor clothing for the whole family. You can shop in one of our fully stocked stores or visit us online at sportsmanswarehouse.com. Visit Sportsman's Warehouse. Shop one of over 60 locations. From dawn to midday to dusk, the sun's rays dance across the water and the sparkling light beckons. The abundant shorelines invite you to play or sail or simply behold. This is where champions fish and families gather to unwind. It's Lake Hartwell and Anderson is the gateway to its wonders. Walk on a pier, float all day, and restore your soul in this beautiful oasis. Visit Anderson, South Carolina's bright spot. Discover more at visitanderson.com and visitlakehartwell.com. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Time for the Ranger Boats Bass Wrap-Up. Brought to you by Mercury Marine. Check them out online, rangerboats.com, or your local dealer to build your dream rig. Mr. Zhang, the floor is yours. All right, so this is what, our first? Not the capital floor, but the floor. (laughs) Sorry. All right, no. so this is what so this is the first few pickums for 2021 yeah. i know a lot of people are like you know this is 2021 and it's not gonna be like 2020 and we'll see what it looks like a uh, little hint there it doesn't look like it's any different from 2020 right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, or 2019 or yeah. wow so, i want i want a month both those years <laughs> you didn't go 12 and 0 <laughs> well, see, so you went. Well, you won one of those months in 2019 as well, right? I did. So, I did. So he's not going consecutive. He's no, like 22 and two is what he is. Twilight Zone stuff. It's like what was like Groundhog's Day or whatever. It seems like every day you wake up the every, same every week. Yeah, he's like Trevor Lawrence. He's only lost two two events. You know, two months in his in his career. Aren't you moving on to the big leagues yet? Why don't you go on somewhere? So. <laughs> I volunteered. (laughs) Well, anyway. All right, Dave, what we got? All right. So I don't have as many. We picked nine events last week. I don't have as many results yet for um, all of them, but I'll go through what I have. So the first one we picked. Jason just wanted to hear himself talk last week is all that was. So that's (laughs) that's why. But uh, anyway. 
so we had the uh, media bass event which was uh the arkansas louisiana mississippi individuals division event on lake bruin and with a winning weight of 18.09 pounds pat chapman won an event uh finishing second was jr grove with 16.69 and zach johnston caught 16.06 for third and like i said uh mr kenneth with his guest of 17 pounds took the first official point of 2021. You don't have to be nice about it. I mean, you know, Mr. Kenneth, you don't have to get all Mr. on him. So it's okay. Well, if, if, he, if, he's, if he does, if he does well in the, in the Toyota series, I, I I would hope that he remembers me. <laughs> it's just because I'm old. <laughs> I got you. Of course I remember you, David. <laughs> all right. So, but yeah, well, no, I guess we'll move on to the next one because this one kind of because uh, since Mr. What's his name? Uh, Jason Durant's not here tonight. We'll remember him because he, I guess, this is his new favorite lake. Uh, this is also the lake that CB recreational boats yeah, on. So if you yeah. guys ever want to yeah. follow them during the summer, uh, we're looking at the Heartland Anglers D22 event on Tim's Ford. Okay. And that winning that event was a team of Joel Bryson and Terry Higgins. With 14.64 pounds, Chris Hickerson caught 12.84 for second, and Scott Rubley and Jeff Hill caught 12.78 for third. And had I had the first, or I'm sorry, the second or third place guys, when I would have taken the point, but nope. But 13.5 <laughs> is this guess that goes to Mr. Kenneth Grover. Wow. Yeah, this is getting old really quick, and we're just two tournaments in. So, but. Moving on, I don't I, so I don't know if if this was a misschedule on my part or what, but the ABA Harris Chain event wasn't scheduled for this weekend. If their website is correct, it's scheduled for this coming weekend. Ah, I got so, you. Okay, so I don't have results for that one just yet. Well, we can um, just we can just hold on to those and let them and let them carry over. So okay, how about that? We'll we'll, we'll carry those over till <laughs> to to next week. How's that sound? So okay. Uh, moving on, we also I do, also don't have results for the Heartland Anglers D25 event on good old Lick Chickamauga, not Chickamauga. Chickamauga. There you go. Okay. But uh, yeah, I don't have results for that one. But uh, when I was doing research, it looks like Chickamauga spitting them out pretty good because I saw a bunch of pictures of people catching some double-digit bass. So hopefully uh, I take one. Well, CB went up taking the point there if they catch more than 22 pounds. So we'll see if we get anything for that one next week. Okay. This is the time of year we see most of those double digits on Chickamauga. It is. Wow. If, if, if you From follow through about April, if you follow Fish Dayton, you'll see them. Yeah. I mean, they post them really good on Facebook, and it's it's always uh, always a big deal. Let me see if I can find out while you're looking at the, at the next event, but. I don't like it. It's been cold all over the country. I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm going to, I'm willing to come down and brave 30, 40 degree weather for, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe catching a double digit down in a, at the chick might, might change my mind on that one. It's the right day. It'll be 50 degrees. It'll warm me up really quick. I can promise you that. So I can promise you that. But all right. Well, you're looking for that one. We, uh, head down south to, uh, the Harris chain for the BFL Gator event there. And, Winning that event with the 24-pound, 12-ounce bag was Eric Panzeroni. 
coming in second was uh, I guess one of the older legends, uh, Peter T, caught 22 pounds and seven ounces to finish second, and Joshua Perry caught another 20 pound bag, 20 pounds and 11 ounces to finish third, and lo and behold, good old me takes the first point All right. from me with 19 pounds with my guess of 19 pounds. Nice, that a boy. And we'll see what happens. <sighs> I'm already in the hole, so you just went behind right now. <laughs> Yeah, one behind, you know, what's it? And multiplies for because, you know, Kenneth catches his roll. So, <laughs> but all right. So, going back to the ABA side again, I don't have the results for the D27 Jordan River. Where'd you go, bud? Same goes Same for goes. the. What's up? Sorry, you went away there. So, you come back to me. You said you didn't have any result for what? The ABA D27 Jordan River event. Okay. So let's we'll keep an eye out for that and see if we can scrap some additional points for the three of us that's not named Kenneth Grover. Um, same thing for the Anglers Quest Livingston team event on Lake Livingston as well. I didn't see any results for that one. Um, but I do have results for the last two, uh, which the first one is the event that you guys worked throughout the cold this past weekend and, and that was the abt 100 event on lay lake and the team of logan johnson and jeremy christian i don't, I don't know which one of those guys was the sockless one but they logan. caught 18.7 pounds to finish first yeah, that, was, that was logan 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 yeah. does not wear socks in the wintertime because his feet sweat and his feet get cold so i don't agree with that logic wholeheartedly but it's logic to him, so we'll see what we'll see what he thinks. So how that goes. Yep. But see here, just to round out some of the uh, notable noticeable fin- or notable finishes, uh, Gerald Swindle and his partner Ryan Anaya Anaya caught seventeen point oh six for second, and Paul Davis and Josh Chapel caught sixteen point three seven for third. Um, and taking the point is Mister Mia tonight, Mister Jason Duran, with his guess of eighteen pounds, takes the point for this week. Perfect. Finally get to point. How about that? So did I did I blank this week? Is that what I'm seeing? You got one more opportunity. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, and the answer is yes, yes you did blink. Because <laughs> we all went over on this one. Because this was the King of the Glades event on the I forget what event uh, what they were on. But on Okichobe. Yeah. Well, it was Okichobe. Yeah, that's right. The winning weight there was caught by Anthony. Rio, I believe is how you say that last name. And he caught 18.78 pounds to take the win there. And like I said, we were all over because uh, I think the lowest weight was me with a 20-pound guess there. So It was. That was you know, it unfortunately, I think Okeechobee's, you know, not in good shape. I think, you know, we've been hearing that in the last couple of years. Um, you know, that place has a lot of fluctuating water. It, it's never it's never the same place. You know, any two years in a row, right? I think it's I think it's on on a bad cycle right now. I hope it it gets corrected because that's that's an incredible place when things are right. It really is. <clears throat> it really is. I'm with you. I hope that does get corrected soon. And I mean, just, we're expected to get hammered pretty good. I mean, fishing's just it's not going to slow down at all. So, nope. but uh, fixing it crazy. So, all right, is that uh, is that it? Is that what you got? That's what I got. All right. Well, since uh, Mr. Duran is gone. I will step into the uh, Costa Countdown to Blast Off, the hashtag See What's Out There. Uh, you can find your style at costadelmar.com. 
that's kind of one of the fun parts about going to these fishing tournaments a lot of times david is we get to see a lot of a lot of crazy looking boats different colors uh trucks of all shapes and sizes and then um you know sunglasses that you would never wear ever wear ever so you see all kinds of cool stuff but find find your style at costadelmar.com all right so looking ahead uh to i just updated the harris chain we're going to bring that one into this from last week so we'll do that let me get back to my website here where i can see go to tournaments see it's very easy to do this you just go to englishnow.com click on tournaments you can click on upcoming and it's going to take you right to what's coming up this week First one on the deck, Wild West Bass Trail Pro-Am on Shasta. Mr. Grover, what say you? 17. Okay. David? Isn't that a multi-day event, right? It is a multi-day event, but you didn't have to say that. You could have left it like it is. It is a multi-day event. Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. David, you just... I go forty-five. God Almighty, David. <laughs> I mean, he locked in his his number, right? His vote, right? So technically, <laughs> and, yeah. Until you said it, until you're like, that's a three-day event, right? Hey, yeah, that's hey, what it is. Y'all do whatever y'all do whatever you think you need to do. Oh, we will, <laughs> we will. Trust us. So forty-five for Kenneth, uh, David. What say you? I was gonna say forty-two. Forty-two. You sap sucker. I have to go forty-two point one because that was my number as well. So. Wild West Bass Trail on Shasta Pro Am event three day deal. Um, let's jump down to Fishers of Men on uh, Louisiana North Central team on Lake D'Arbon. Yeah, I'll let you figure that one out. D'Arbon. Um, I I think I I killed it as bad as Jason does, so I'm, I hate that. But no, uh, I think you were closer than what Jason gets to. Yeah, I feel like I am too. So, David, what do you think? One day deal. Uh, I'll go 14. 14 pounds. 14? Okay. I'm going to go 15 and a half. I'll go 16. 16. Okay. I like it. Uh, Angler's Quest, Rayburn. Uh, hopefully that they're, they're fishing that deal. Angler's Quest on Rayburn. Saturday, one day deal. Um, it's to me, I'm going to go 21. Kenneth? I'll go 22 and a half. Do you I have 23. 23. <laughs> That's what I was afraid of. All right. So a few more here uh, to look at. Georgia Bass Trail kicking off on Lake Seminole. Uh, Kenneth, what do you feel? I'm going to go 22. David? 18. I like where your head's I'm going 19, David. I felt pretty good about that. Uh, scroll on down here a little bit. Outlaw Outdoors. Is that Did that already happen? What do I feel like that already happened, David? The rail trap on Rayburn. Did that already happen this past weekend? Did I see I something was, about that? Was that at the beginning of the? You know what? Let me pull that up. I, I don't know why I thought I saw. Um, maybe not. I hope not because I want to say that that didn't happen. Nope, it's coming up this weekend, nope. January seventeenth. Okay, so yep. Rattle Trap Open Outlaw Outdoors Sunday, Sunday, Sunday on Raver. David. 
Rayburn. Let's say 20, 22. All right. You went 23 at the last one, Anger's Quest. Are you going 22 on this one? Yeah, because that's what Sunday. So I, I'm assuming I didn't check. I forgot what date the English Quest guys got out there. But on I'm Saturday. Assuming They're on Saturday. This is on Sunday. Yep. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to stay with my 21 that I had earlier in the in the show. KG? I'll stay with my 22 and a half. 22 and a half. All right. How many, um, how many red ones do you think they'll be throwing? Uh, 493 is how many red ones will be thrown. Um, I can promise you that. ABA couples on Gunners. we got two more left. ABA couples on Gunnersville. Um, D7. Guntersville Saturday. Saturday, Saturday. Lake Gunnersville. Who's it to? Is it to me or is it to David? That's to me, isn't it? I'm going to go 18. KG? Uh, you went right in the middle of where I was thinking. Well, I hate that for you. <laughs> I mean, I uh, really hate it for you. I'll, I'll go 18.25. Eight, what? He gave you, <laughs> he gave my, you a few ounces there. My God. Four ounces. 18.25. Well, I mean, I could have done 18.01. Well, you could have, but you didn't. So thank you for that. So thank you for that. Uh, da, 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 da. David? One pound. Sap sucker. Going with the single digit there. All right, that, last one. That was a good pick. That was a good pick. <laughs> last one for the week. Alabama Bass Federation Junior High School, Neely Henry, one day, Saturday the 16th. Kenneth, it is back to you. Oh, good old Neely Henry. This is going to be a tough one. Um, you think? I'm going to go 16. <laughs> All right, David? I wrote down 15. Okay. I'm going to pull out numero uno and pull my single digit on that one, and we'll uh, I'll use that card for the week, and we'll see what uh, what we got. Uh, you guys, make sure you check out anglerschannel.com. Click on the tournament tab for more events across the country. If you don't see your tournaments there, what's the matter, David? You, oh, go ahead. You had your finger out. What is it? Go finish, finish, finish first. Finish, finish first. Okay. Yeah, finish first. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. If you don't see your tournament there, make sure you click the submit tournament tab and let us know. We'll get it out of the calendar. You can also check us out. Check out our lakes tab brought to you by Navionics to help you prepare for your next derby. Coming soon, coming soon to the website. We are working with select hotels across the country to help save you, the bass fisherman, the traveler. The grassroots weekend warrior, some money on your stays at certain lakes. So be on the lookout. We'll have more coming to you soon. It'll be in the lakes tab, be on the home page. Yes, it's coming. David, what you got? Sorry to go a little bit off topic. I was going to say, not to. This whole show's off topic, huh? What are you talking about? <laughs> and not to get too sappy or too whatever, but I just want to oh, say. Oh, boy. I was going to say, I just want to say. Thank you to Mr. Chris Brown for bringing me on board because about over two years ago, Mr. Chris Brown sent me an email and said, hey, um, I finally got to your email from like 
four or five months ago. <laughs> was it that long? Was it that long? Did it take four or five months? It was. At it least was the answered. It was basketball season, David. I had. To, I mean, and we talked. We talked prior to a game. We. I was somewhere in. Yes, that's right. That's right. Podunk, Alabama. So, David, you've been a very valuable asset to this show, to this group, to this company, and I can't do it without you, brother. I really can't. I appreciate you more than you know. So, uh, I'm pretty sure you probably would have done it way better without me. <laughs> but, no, but I was gonna say thank you though. So, thank you for. Uh, I'm pretty sure the listeners are probably like, yeah, you probably contribute the least beneficial stuff. You to contribute. This show you contribute the most of this deal, just because you're the silent assassin over there on the show i mean you contribute the yep. most behind the scenes and and it's funny because on our you know when we started this podcast back in 2018 it was uh it was me and jason and um uh, who has now moved on to bigger and better things but it was me and jason and, and I'm, I'm looking at all the stuff that i'm doing throughout the course of the year and i'm like you know i need an intern and so i made a, i made a comment on one of the shows not expecting anybody to hear it that, hey, I might be looking for an intern, shoot me an email, yada, yada, yada. And, dude, I mean, like, boom. I don't, think I, I don't even think I was in recording this show yet. And I got an email from David going, hey, I heard the podcast. And I'm like, well, you're the one guy that listened to the podcast. And uh, and so, yeah, and here we are. It was, um, you know, it's we've known each other for a while through social media and, and other stuff. And so it's uh, it, it's been fun. It really has. And I remember when, we, when I called you and said, hey, Come on the pod tonight with us and uh, and, and join the show. And you're like, um, uh, I don't know that. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, it was kind of. Are you sure? Yeah, <laughs> it was. Day. It was. It was pretty classic. I'm like, hmm, okay. And so yeah, it, it, and and you know, here we are. It's uh, it's been a great been a great run, and I've really enjoyed it. And uh, we're not going anywhere. So this is uh, it's been a lot of fun. But two years? How about that? Did your LinkedIn tell you that you've been here two years? Uh, I forgot why. I, I something was coming up. <laughs> Popped and I, up in I, your I Facebook memory, up. didn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing is for sure, David. You know, no one, no one, Chris, like I've. I've had the opportunity to know him in the last, you know, couple of years. In in that two years that you've been doing this, I I don't know that I don't know that he would have gotten through this period without you being there. No, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. There's there's a lot. the 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 best part is, and David doesn't know everything that goes on over here uh, in English Channel HQ, or otherwise known as my bonus room in my house. But uh, it, it, it's always it's always funny when I get these text messages, Kenneth, and he's like, "Dude, I'm just I know you got bigger fish to fry or other things going on." And I'm like, "Dude, it's it's all part of it." And he's 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 you not saying it because you're sitting here looking at me via Zoom and on the show, but I'm saying it because it's true. And uh, you bust your ass, dude. And I'm I'm really really happy to have you a part of the show and part of English Channel and and Kenneth, you as well. You you know you do your part on TV and and then this show and winning every freaking month but you know it is what it is but i mean you do your part so i mean it's it's been fun it really has i've enjoyed it and uh well, I, mean, get better, I, I was so. brought in as a guest picker i mean if if i'm gonna suck at picking I, you know what good of a guest picker would i have been that's jason's fault completely <laughs> I, I blame jason for that but it's been a good addition it really has yeah. so it's been it's been a good addition i, I, so. I enjoy being here yeah well it's fun um Rapala Bassmaster Fantasy Fishing. If you are not signed up, you need to get signed up. If you have not joined 
The Anglers Channel Group, I don't know what is wrong with you. You need to get on there now and uh, get that done. I need to see how many we got into the mix right now because it's been, it's growing. And I think we're ahead of Beat Ronnie Moore right now, and we've got to stay there. I'm just I'm just going to be honest with you. Let's see where we are, where the group is. We're at 423 in our group right now. So. That's, that's way ahead of what we were last year. Well, last year we had we had over a thousand when it was all said and done last year, but we're at four twenty three. We are one, two, three, four. We are fifth right now. And I don't think we'll catch Tackle Warehouse, but I'm gonna tell you, we're ahead of Ronnie Moore by just a little bit, but I wanna be number two behind Tackle Warehouse. So if you can help get us there, we need you to sign up. We're gonna have I put in here big fish, big process, big fun, join to win. I mean, we give away cool stuff every tournament. I, then, say, I think we give better, way better stuff than Ronnie Moore does anyways. <laughs> what does Ronnie Moore give away? His autograph? I mean, come on. Who wants a Ronnie Moore autograph? I know the guy. I'll give you, I will give you – sign up for Angler's Channel uh, Group. I'll give you Ronnie's phone number, and you can browbeat him via text, not through Twitch or not through – you know, Call of Duty or, you know, Fortnite or whatever he plays. I mean, I'm just kidding. I won't give you his actual number. But, I mean, come on, sign up. All you got to do it is free. I'm not charging anything. I won't even bug you unless you win. So, heck, we might even have a winner on the show sometime. Yes, sir. You, you, you'll grow by one when I finally get on there. And oh, by it. God, it's about time. I mean, come on. David was like number two behind me to four, get on there. Four. So. Number four. Yeah, he was four. So, but I mean, we got, you know, we've got some, you know, Shovel Mouth 83, Fishaholic, Driftwood Lures is there, Bass Gun. Um, what's yours, David? Like Sexy Something, Sexy Shad? Sexy Shad. Sexy Shad. Adam Fishing Skips. I mean, we got all kinds of guys in the, in the channel right now or in the group. So, I mean, if you signed up for one, sign up for mine too. It's not hard. We give away some cool stuff. So make sure you, uh, make sure you do that. Uh, we would appreciate it. Um, that was going to be a good time once all this gets kicked off. We've got uh, some content from Carl Jakobson coming soon. So be on the lookout for that on the anglerschannel.com website. And coming up Friday, tomorrow, another podcast. The Anglers Channel Insider Rookie Podcast is back with yours truly. And our buddy Ty All from out west, out Phoenix area, is going to join us. And I didn't know Ty until I called him and I said, do you do this show with me? He said, awesome, that'd be fun. And we got to talking and just a really, really cool dude. Uh, you'll love his story. Ten years ago, literally had nothing. Went bankrupt, had to borrow clothes, Kenneth. Borrowed a shirt and a pair of dress pants from his buddy whose couch he was sleeping on just for a job interview at an insurance agent. Got the job. And it's just totally kicked ass from there. And uh, great, great dude. You'll hear his story and uh, what he's looking to do on the Big Five Pro Circuit this season. So tune in Friday morning for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that one myself. Yeah. And then uh, next Friday, we'll have uh, a, a younger Hibden join the show. Uh, Lawson Hibden is going to be on next week's Rookie Podcast. So we got two lined up coming for you and uh, they're gonna be good gonna be a lot of fun so be on the lookout for that and uh yeah it's gonna be we're, we're ramping up that content dude i mean we're getting it fired up so here we go it's uh it's fixing to happen uh as always folks if you made it this far in the show we do appreciate you for listening we do encourage you to subscribe rate and review the show on favorite podcast app and we also ask you to like the show 
Go ahead and share it with your peeps and feel free to chime in and give us your thoughts and opinions on the X Zone Hotline 256-535-3217. With that said, on behalf of our guest tonight, the one and only Mr. Joel Willert. Uh, hopefully, it didn't fall through the ice for uh, social media director, Mr. David Jong. For Kenneth Grover, I am Chris Brown. Guys, have a great week and weekend. As always, God bless, good fishing, wash your damn hands. Wear your damn face mask and buckle that damn life jacket. We'll see you next time. Don't take it first. Thanks for listening to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, your number one tournament resource.